0: in the room, mate. Oh, I might...
1: Back on it. That's, that's... Yeah. There might be a, a, a trademark on that so we've got to be careful saying things like that. Oh, yeah.
0: come, come for us. Yeah. Go on, do it. I'm not scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They may have a bit more legal clout than we've got, though. Yeah. I'm away. not scared. I say <laughs> with a massive tongue in my cheek. Talking about legal stuff,
1: I think that's a, that's a really good segue into what we're going to talk about today, isn't it? Mate, legal it's
0: almost stuff. like you created that. It's almost like like he created
1: that <laughs> yeah, just, it was a fraudulent slip that back
0: yeah. on there. <laughs> we are we we are the one, the only fleet geeks podcast. We are the only fleet geeks the the most popular the most popular fleet and transport-related podcast.
1: I was making an oblique reference there to um, another podcast that may be out there that we don't want people to go to, although I'm sure they do a very good job. I listen to it, so we, uh, you know it's it's no, no there, great. Chance. There's
0: there's plenty of listening time for all yeah sorts of podcasts for everybody, there's plenty there, so to go around. But we so don't we don't have competition in this no, industry. No 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 no. no. And uh,
1: we'd love them to join in ours, and we I'm sure we would be more than happy to go on one of theirs. So. There we go. It's no, it's no rivalry in this game, is there? We're just in it to, uh, to try mm. to make people's lives a little bit easier. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. As it were. So that's, yeah, Segway in nicely there. I was going to sort of think that we should talk about the advice that people give. and
0: Yeah. So I, I have a saying. I have a bit of a saying, which I think will uh, lead nicely into this. Uh, free advice is worth every penny.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Paid a lot of money for that advice, Mm -hmm. and all they told me. Yeah, so that's absolutely right. So uh, we see this a lot, don't we? We, I mean, the face. And, and there's no face, irony there. No, actually, thinking about no it. No we're doing, a all, free to
0: access podcast.
1: Yes, we are doing a free to access podcast. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm going to shush and there about that irony. Actually, talking about that uh, at the the other podcast that we may have made an oblique reference to, um, always starts always starts with a bit of a disclaimer. Yes, and that disclaimer is that this is not meant as legal advice. We can only be—I'm paraphrasing. So, yeah, uh, we can only be general, and we can't give specific legal advice. This is not meant to be specific legal advice. And actually, they—they they disclaim every podcast with that, which is probably not bad thing. We ought to do that, really, aren't we? But um, so, yeah, um, and, and that's really led on to this. Uh, the, the, what are you going to sort of talk about in this podcast? Is—is is, you know, how should people take advice? You know. What about Facebook, But You're more into it than I am. I'm, I'm, really, I'm fairly
0: new to, to yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I love a bit of Facebook. Well, you know, we, we, we sort of revert back to Facebook, and, and to be fair, LinkedIn's not getting much better. To be fair, no, not true. Um, but uh, yeah, people will uh, people will go on to Facebook, and there's a multitude of transport manager uh, groups. Uh, If you're not a member of one, the best one is the Fleet Geeks group. So please do join that. There's actually two. There's one for transport operators and one for transport managers. Uh, The transport managers one tends to be slightly more active. Um, But yeah, please do come along, try it out. Other groups are available. Um, And what happens is, in the other groups, not in ours, but uh, yeah, in the other groups is people will go on there and they'll ask for a bit of advice. And when people ask a genuinely interesting... What tends to happen is people will ask a genuinely interesting question like what are people doing for their emi- exhaust emissions tests at service, which is an intelligent question. Yeah. Generally speaking, there's very few comments. Yes. <laughs> and then yeah. people will ask yeah. a ridiculous, yeah. uh, <laughs> often a ridiculous question, uh, which is preceded by um, lots and lots of responses. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those that there's a lot of contrary views, I think, on sometimes the posts that get multiple comments. Um, and if you're one of those people that do wade in with uh, I thought you'd passed your transport manager exam, you should know the answer. Um, kindly fuck off <laughs> um, if you're one of those people, because uh, I think we've got to learn that, that there's any question is, uh, is a valid question. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but uh, yeah, absolutely. So on the Facebook groups, you've got people asking multiple questions and there's often multiple responses often which are very wide and varied, and um, very different in their in their responses.
1: Absolutely, I mean, I, I, I saw one just just literally recently. Uh, you know, before we came in to do this podcast, and um, somebody had asked a question about uh, wanting to. They'd got a, a a standard national license, and they wanted to, uh, if you like, downgrade. If that's the right word, that's not the right word to be fair. But uh, I'm, I'm saving the right word from. For the, for, in a minute for the answer um, they wanted to downgrade to a restricted licence and the advice that came back was uh, surrender your uh, re, uh, surrender your standard national and apply for a new restricted licence and that's just not the advice at all. That's not correct. They're varying their license. They're going to vary their license. Never, I always have a saying, never surrender. If you've got an operator's license, there's absolutely no reason to surrender it, no matter what you're doing with it. You're varying it. Mm. So vary the standard national to a restricted license. It's odd. People don't normally do it that way. It normally goes the other way from a restricted to a standard national but so, and the person came back and said to this, the person who gave the advice, thank you very much for, you know. So, how do we know now that that person hasn't written, already typed the email out, um, surrendering their operator's license, which is dangerous, dangerous isn't it? Dangerous, yeah. yeah dangerous.
0: And I've, I've had a similar situation recently where I had a I had a guy, I've had a guy I've, I've helped a couple of times uh, out of the goodness of my heart. Um, he wanted to reduce his uh, operator license, the number of vehicles on his operator license, and the RHA weren't able to help him. And he also wanted to change the entity of his operator license from a partnership to a sole trader. It's quite regular. Um, and again, RHA had struggled to help him with their membership. Helpline, which I think is absolutely fucking ludicrous. Um, I'm sweary today, aren't I? Uh, do apologize. (laughs) It has been up since half past three. (laughs) I have have been up (laughs) since half past three, and it is now well, it's nearly 13 hours later as we record this. Parental advisory, yeah, yeah, definitely (laughs) parental advisory. Apologies, apologies. So, I need to be less sweary. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think you're absolutely right. Essentially. Why would you give up if you've got all that good standing with the with with having run an operator's licence to a good standard for several years? Why would you start from scratch again? From scratch I, just, again I just find it know, ludicrous, yeah, particularly
1: on a restricted licence. But uh, when you've proved your, you know your metal on a standard licence, so yes, it is it is strange. I, I, I don't know where that thread's going. Uh, there were no more responses from uh, from you know from that as as I just before we came in here. But um, you know, just hope that person hasn't. Now the person who's given that advice has probably given it in 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 good in best faith. You know, in
0: good faith. Yeah, yeah. To the best of their knowledge.
1: It's just wrong. It's just yeah. it's just simply wrong. And. Um, You know, you often hear people on Facebook also asking for specific advice on specific issues, and it's always very difficult to give that just on the hoof, isn't it? You know, generalizations is not a problem. I can give. You know, I'm happy to give general advice, but you know, I think the important thing here there is if you if you have specific issues, then speak to somebody who not just on a Facebook post, but somebody who can really help you in. In terms of getting to grips with the context of your your inquiry, so,
0: so just out of interest, then if I go um, if I go on Facebook and I ask the uh, the Facebook army of transport managers, um, I don't know, um, this driver has done this. What should I do? And I'll get a myriad of responses, but large and by and large, they're all saying sack him. I say him; it could be a uh, sack them, mm. um, and. Um, I go ahead and sack them is there any comeback for that advice that I've been given on Facebook? Well,
1: absolutely, bloke on Facebook told me, yeah, yeah. when you're in front of a, <laughs> an industrial tri, in, in, in employment tribunal, I still call them industrial tribunals, we probably about thirty years ago, uh, an employment tribunal, and um, you know the, uh, the the tribunal judge says, well, you know, where would you get your advice from? What bloke on Facebook told me to sack them?
0: Yeah. yeah, where's that going to go, do you think? <laughs> yeah. So I always treat social media. Interestingly, I, I can't remember what book it was I read it in. But social media is like you've given like the uh, tech, technical people, clever people who built the internet and then built these apps and things like that for social media. They've basically given the village idiot the opportunity to be able to <laughs> say their piece to an equal standard. Yeah. We used to have this thing called like natural selection, where what had happened is is you know you'd have tribes of people, and over a period of time, you'd have a hierarchy within the tribe. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. Flagship Partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfill their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. And you would have the people who uh, potentially, you know, offer the most value to the tribe. Um, Will have the most resounding voices. Yes. Um, and uh, and and their advice would be taken and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But the challenge you've got with social media is it could literally be Tom, Dick, or Harry yes. um, telling you telling you what you should do. So, but yeah, what, what, when is it? You know, when you act upon the advice that's given where do you stand what what is there any legal well on i mean in terms of um,
1: in terms of uh, the bloke from facebook absolutely no so then you know people will come and put their faith into consultants like our, our good selves and um, and we as a business would have to take out professional indemnity insurance so uh, but i don't think we would ever give advice uh, you know we would never give advice without probably taking advice ourselves because we you know And even the people that we would go to for advice, so we're now we're talking a different step. We're now we're talking into people who are qualified in law, still won't give you that advice, you know, necessarily, always, without the caveat that, of course, you know, this is just simply advice. Only a court or a traffic commissioner, you know, can really, really tell you whether the you know, and, and a, a different judge or a different traffic commissioner
0: on a different day might interpret the law in a slightly different way. Okay, so, so that's really interesting. What you're saying is, is that in the same way that Tom, Dick or Harry on Facebook will um, interpret their opinion in several different ways and therefore the advice they give, in the same way, potentially, um, the law the regulator, I suppose is the right way of putting it. I was going to say the lawmaker, but they're not the lawmaker. The yeah. the, the regulator of the law, which is the TC, yes, can then make an interpretation. And you might see, um, you know, Mr. Turfitt as the Senior Traffic Commissioner in the east, and you might go and see um, Mr. Blackmore, the TC in the northeast, and the same situation may have two different outcomes based on the interpretation of the two traffic commissioners
1: based on how they've interpreted now the re- the, the regulator in in many ways is, is more flexible than the than the, the lawmakers they're more flexible than the the courts because the courts um, will work um, within a, a a more sort of not stricto that's the right wrong word really but a, a tighter framework based on case law etc. Um, whereas the regulators have it in their gift to, to to sort of you know create that 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 sort of interpretation and they do that through the statutory documents. So I was going to say
0: that that is that, the purpose and the role of the, the statutory documents. That's the purpose of the statutory documents. Yeah. So Pe- when you do give advice, if you if you steer people to the statutory documents and. A passage or a part of the statutory documents. Yeah. You can't tend to go too far wrong, can you? In the interpret in the interpretation, it, it, that's the yes. current interpretation
1: of 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 the law, if you like, and that's how the, the traffic commissioners have read it. and And if you what if you read the the statutory documents, which by and large are not that bad to read. I mean, they're a little bit wordy, but you know they're reasonably straightforward to read. You will notice that they always always reference case law if there is any. So. Um, there is that sort of, uh, you know, that that, that that way to it. But, you know, almost all cases, there's, there's, there's little nuances and little um, slight differences. And, and really, you know, ultimately it's down to how that is interpreted in a court of law or in, in front of a traffic commission. In fact, we've got a case recently that's, I'm, I'm sort of leading myself down a blind alley really because I can't remember the name of it now, but there's a, a people might have heard recently of the um, traffic commissioner um, looking at all the vehicles that an operator owns as being um, needed to be authorised on the on the on the licence, whereas some some operators may keep some vehicles off, you know, so not off the road as such, but back from frontline operation. And I think there's been a a, a judgment, or I say a judgment because they're not judges. There's been an interpretation recently from a traffic commissioner, um, and they they are may they may now look to to, to change that guidance slightly. Um, so it's it's that kind of thing. It's, I mean, it's going to sound daft because I'm not going to be able to quote the actual case, am I? But um, that's the kind of thing you're looking for in terms of uh, the best current advice would be to do X, Y or Z. Um, but, yeah, big, yeah, as I say, I, th- I suppose, you know, we ought to caveat everything we say, really, with... Um, with, with, this is this is not specific legal advice and, you know, uh, every day is the school day. I'm learning something new every day and, um, you know, what we... we it's,
0: I don't... Uh, absolutely. I think uh, the podcast is here. I, I always intended the podcast not for me to be the expert or for you to be the expert or us to be the expert, so to speak. It's more about us raising things for people to... Think about and for them to consider yeah, and that's exactly. sharing sharing the experience that we've had, uh which is good, and then asking awkward questions, which then help our journey. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think uh, that's very much what the podcast is. I think if people people wanted advice, we are as a business, uh the flagship partners business, is pro- professionally indemnified. But we're uh, we're doing this as a Fleet Geeks podcast and. Um, you know, it's uh, it's important. So, and I think that's a really good point, actually. So, the learning point from this, if you're listening and you you are looking to offer advice as a consultancy or as a transport manager, as an external transport manager under your own steam, it's very important to make sure that you're properly uh, properly got professional indemnity insurance that covers the activities that you take that take place and that you carry out. And uh, that professional indemnity will be different depending on whether you're. A training company or whether you're an external transport manager or whether you're a transport consultant they're all slightly different activities with different levels of risk uh, an insurance company or an insurance broker will be able to offer you a uh, professional indemnity i think we're indemnified up to like five million quid um, and usually it's based on the size of the business which you support or give advice to so um, a lot of a lot of people who do transport consultancy work, they might do slightly less. They might go to one or two million pounds. Um, or even half a million pounds of professional indemnity, depending on the size of the operation that they work with. We work with some quite large national players, so therefore we need to make sure that we've got higher levels of professional indemnity because um, it may have a bigger, bigger impact potentially on a bigger business. So, um, but yeah, I think that's uh, that's my key point. And like you say, it's very interesting thinking about how uh, ultimately. Any, any advice is essentially someone's interpretation interpretation and
1: yeah right right down to the, the legal beagles who, who who you know are much cl- closer to the to the law making process than we are um but yeah interesting uh, interesting thoughts folks so yes don't necessarily listen to frank from facebook <laughs>
0: frank from facebook <laughs> what are we going to call this podcast mike I haven't stopped the recording yet. What are we going to call it? I don't it? know. I've, I've seen you've written down on your sheet yeah. of paper, law or not advice. Law or not? <laughs> yeah. I don't...
1: That's not very. It's not very exciting, is it? We'll have to think about.
0: Uh, what even think. is legal advice? We quite
1: often do these. What even is legal advice? I like that. What even, what even, is, even is legal advice? What even is? Um, uh, so we've
0: talked, and then we've come up with. we kind
1: of that's how we roll, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> we, we we do the podcast, and I think, "What should we call it?" Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sometimes like that with training courses, you put a, you have an idea for a training course, and uh, like you put a. Tra- I know what I want to get across. I know the things I want to cover, but I'm really got a got for it. Well, we, name. We
0: knew it. the learning objective, so we knew the learning yeah. objective was that we put. Yeah, we wanted yeah. people to learn that legal advice is essentially just that it's advice it's, it's advice. an interpretation yeah. Yeah. yeah and that free advice is often worth every penny they're the key learning points of this session and uh yeah sometimes the the cool title comes at the end
1: yeah absolutely absolutely and that's we, yeah that's the cool title i think
0: yeah whatever is legal
1: what even is legal advice what
0: there even is legal advice anyway we'll thank you very much one. for listening thanks yeah, folks see you later. on the next one